Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we yes. can hear you clearly. Awesome. Hi, guys. I'm Hi. Excited. It's been too long. I know. It's been so long since we've seen you. Yes. You are doing so much. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. Let me clean that real quick. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm so glad to be here, guys. You have no idea. Us, too. We are excited. So, guys, I want to introduce our guest, Lachi. Um, and Lachi. Can I hit a horn on that? Yeah, Anything please hit the horn. Please hit, hit the horn, horn on Lachi. Please hit a little bit loud. Hit the horn on Lachi. Okay. <laughs> I had to hit you with the horn. Guys, so the VPR, um, VPR Instagram Live, and you can see the other side of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so how's everybody feeling today? I'm feeling everybody great. I'm, huh? I'm happy to be here. He said, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm having like a little delay. Um, I am feeling really, really good. Um, yeah. It's a nice, beautiful, sunny day outside. It is. Um, it has been like a busy morning for me. So I'm really glad to like be here now. Um, just kind of chilling, <laughs> kicking back with some old time homies. Yaman. Yeah, um, <laughs> no. And if, and if yes. you guys don't know about Lachi, she is an incredible superstar. She sings, she writes, she performs. She's an yes. advocate. Uh, you, you know, guys are for, too sweet here. Y'all are too you sweet. are. I, I need you to tell everyone all about you because I really want, you know, in, in our music circuit, especially commercially, as you know, there's such a small little box that they try to fit people in, you know. And you yes. don't fit into any boxes. And I love that <laughs> because you're breaking glass ceilings and you're just doing your own thing and you're becoming an advocate for so many people that have not had a voice before. Yes. So hi, everybody. My name is Lachi. This is my sophomore time here at VPR. Thank you to you guys for bringing me back. Um, as Kiana mentioned, I'm a recording artist. I am a author. I am a songwriter. I am a voice actress. Um, but one of the big things that I love to do is to advocate for um, diversity inclusion, disability inclusion, as well as just other artists, other musicians. So I do a lot of advocacy work with the Grammys. In fact, I just left a Grammy advocacy committee right before coming here. Um, and uh, I love to just uh, get out there and still have time to create and collaborate with people from all over the world to bring out some really dope music. So definitely. that's really me in like a nutshell. That's definitely <laughs> a nutshell because there's so many layers to you. There are so yes. many layers. Yes. Can you yes. tell us about the, the advocacy that you're involved in and how it got to be to this point? where people are approaching you and saying, we want you to represent us, like especially the Grammys. Yeah, so it started out when I was born blind. <laughs> so that's how it started. Um, right. I'm visually impaired. And, um, you know, I wasn't very open about it for a long time. I just didn't want people to feel uncomfortable or something, or I didn't want to cause my own barriers. Um, yeah. But then, you know, as time came along, I started noticing, you know what, this is who I am. I don't want to walk into a room and feel a little bit insecure about a part of myself. Yeah. So I was like, let me just be real mm -hmm. open about it. I mean, you can't, I, I can't hide that I'm black. I can't hide that I'm female. Right. So let me just put right. everything out there. Um, right. And yeah. then when I stood in front of my truth, it turned out people really resonated with it, even if they didn't have a disability or anything like that. They were just like, wow, you know, I also have my own problems that I'm afraid of or don't want to yeah. talk about. And I really appreciate that you do that. So it started out with me um, speaking at different like sort of disability inclusion events or empowerment events. Mm -hmm. And then it just started branching out from there. And I, I mean, you know, I know that I articulate well. And so for those who are not ready to speak up about their truth, but they want someone to speak for them, I know that I can do that, that I have like the ability to, and then I've been blessed with a lot of opportunities. And I, I'm in a pretty decent situation in my music career to be able to use that as leverage to get into some other doors and say, hey, well, look, I did all this on my own. So I really shouldn't have yeah. had to work that hard to get this far. Uh, let's make it so that other little girls don't have to. Mm. Mic drop. Okay, I'm done. We out. Yes, Tell me how your music career began. Were you little and you loved music and you flocked to it? Do you have a musical background like from your family? So I always loved music when I was little, but don't tell my mom this, but no, we did not have any musical background. She sang choirs. She sang. 
But um, <laughs> no, I don't really have a musical family. So, you know, it was a little difficult to get, you know how it is in the music industry. You don't know nobody. It's difficult to get your foot in. Right. Um, but I was yeah. definitely determined because um, after I graduated from school, mm-hmm. I got a desk job and, you know, working nine to five. And um, right. even people at the job was like, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. <laughs> like you, you are too belong. much to be. <laughs> I don't belong there. They were like, yes. do quit your day job. Um, yeah. so, um, eventually I ended up getting, um, I went down to South by Southwest down in Texas with a friend okay. and we was just playing some of the stages there, yeah. unofficial stages. And then, yeah. um, actually like, just like the old days, uh, a record exec, uh, came and saw us, but you know, I had written to like 12 or 13 cold emails to just like record labels going like, Hey, I'm going to be at South by Southwest. nobody yeah. responded, of course. Right. Um, but then one showed up from my email blast and um, was like, wow. we love you. We want to sign you to this like uh, EMI deal and EMI right. distribution deal. So that was really good. Um, and that's how things kind of started, but I was still working at my day job. Yeah. Um, and it took a while before I could eventually leave it, which right. was very hard. I mean, my day job was a government job. So it was hard okay. to leave. Because- it was good benefit. Right. right. Yeah, they right. really treat you well there. PTO days for, for life. Hello. Um, and- <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the beautiful thing about being independent, right? And working for yourself. You know, you yeah. don't even long for those PTO days. And when you do want them, you work hard enough so that you can play just as hard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, and then, so, you know, eventually, I mean, I'm doing now, I'm all full time music, full time advocacy. And it's been really, really, uh, you know, how you can tell when you're just doing what, you know, you're just doing God's work or whatever. Hell yeah. Well, it feels you know what so I'm saying? Good. So, it feels good, and I love I love what I what I do. Yeah, and we love what you do. <laughs> yeah, we, I still make I still play your music in my salado. Oh my god, that makes me feel so good. We love you, Oh, thank you guys so much. Oh my god, he said Serato. I know what that means. I feel so right. deep. I feel deep happy right now. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> That's awesome. so great. Awesome. You made it to VPR and Serato. So okay. Me, I put you through the gauntlet. <laughs> now, now, no, just hearing about what you're doing with the Grammys and everything like that. Can you explain, like, how did you even approach that process to get to get that far into it with this music and connecting? Yeah. So, well, it first started with um. So when I was signed with uh, the label was called Fanatic and they were under EMI. Um, they were okay. already pretty in deep with the Grammy, so they ended up sort of ushering me in, like in a you know in a low in a small way. Okay. Uh, but then from okay. there, I started really getting to know people. And and more recently, like let's say the last like three years, uh, I started to um, try to meet some more people, try to get more involved. And um, someone came up to me and was like, hey, what did you, what do you think about being part of a thing called District Advocacy Day? And so that's a day where a bunch of people in the Grammys go out and speak and meet with different Congress members and stuff. Okay. So I was, oh my God, I would love to do that. That would be so cool. Um, yeah. So they were like, they were like, here are the, the, like the points that we're trying to fight for. So the different acts that we're trying to fight for, here's a list. And then we're all going to go and we're going to meet with uh, a congressperson. So I took that list, girl, and I read and read and read. I was taking notes. I like, I had highlight, highlighter all over everything. I knew it. Yeah. Right. So then we go in for district advocacy day and there's like about 15 musicians and then a couple of people from the Grammys that were staff. Right. We go and we see Congressman Maloney. We go to her office mm-hmm. and all the musicians were like, here are the issues that we have. You know, we're not getting paid for music. We're not, uh, I'm doing all this yeah. work and I'm not getting paid for it. And you know, stuff like that. Um, and they were all like, okay, we love hearing everything you guys had to say. We'll think about some of the acts. And I was like, oh, hold on. I'm sorry. We didn't yeah. talk about point two um, in this act. And we also didn't go over point three. And you guys had mentioned that you supported this other act. But it turns out you haven't actually signed yet. I love so curious you as to where your research. <laughs> That's why I exactly, yeah, because I wanted to ask you about this. Because I'm like, you know, with all the things that are going on with Kanye, whether how you feel about him, whatever the case may be. And I've seen what he did with the Grammy, and I was just like, that, 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 that don't, that don't, you know, I understand winning something, and you don't, you don't put it in the toilet and do all that extra stuff. That's not cool. He really peed on. I mean, And I was just like, so that's not when you said this to me. I'm just like, oh, I want to see that process, so I can understand it, because I know a lot of artists that have like 
they're like, oh, no, nah, we don't want the Grammys. And this, that, and the third, or one of them, they get nominated, and people are like, love yeah. it. So it's just like hearing your first person experience with it is my opening my mind. Well, I mean, look, at the end of the day, corporate music is creative and it's really difficult when you have to when you're trying to build a corporate entity right. to kind of represent it, right? Yeah. Music is so diverse and there's too many people to try to all represent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times independent artists do feel that the Grammys represent people that are in, you know, much better situations. Yeah. Yeah. And you would think that if you're going out and you're advocating for artists, you'd be advocating the most for the struggling ones. Right. Um, but yeah. at the same time, I mean, you have to recognize where most of the money comes and flows from. That's where we kind of, and this, people aren't going to like this, but this is kind of where we have to focus on on uh, the recording engineers and the songwriters who are really uh, paving the way for some of the bigger artists. So, like, sure. let's say for instance, yeah. like let's say for instance, Justin Bieber's songwriter. Oh, he, he himself is a songwriter too. But right, these are the people that we yeah. have to fight the most for because though the money is when Congress will start to listen. Yeah. So if we say this is a billion dollar industry and this is who we represent, they'll say, oh. Okay, well, we will start to change legislation. And then that legislation does affect the smaller artist, the struggling artist, in small ways, in very incremental ways. But that is the best that, you know, a large kind of corporate entity can do in order to help such a diverse body of artists. Yeah. I want to I want to dig into that a little bit more because I love the fact that you came back with the follow up and you were prepared. Um, yes. I think when it comes to all yeah, the sectors of government, they love to say things that will appease you. You know, whether we're listening to our governor, mayor, whatever they're talking about, um, they'll say whatever they can and then they'll get up out of there, you know? Yes. And a lot of times these meetings are just a part of their regular routine and day and they Mm -hmm. come in and shake hands, answer a couple of questions and dip out. So when you start putting these different people under pressure, because I know I've been following your newsletter, right? And you've Mm -hmm. sat down with quite a few different people and I know you were putting that pressure on. What kind of responses have you gotten? and how how do you hope that these discussions can start to create some real actionable change that can help to propel artists and give them other opportunities to grow? One of the things that I will say at these meetings that I have been taking, um, and and I'm very grateful for all of them, you know. Right. Uh, but one of the things that I've been noticing is that I, when people talk about diversity, they really are only talking about racial diversity. Right. Um, and so uh, I come into this room with a fresh, different perspective, being a triple threat, being right. black and female and uh, having a disability. Right. And so I come in with that perspective and I make sure that that's heard and I make sure that it's loud. And yeah. um, and that's why I believe they keep bringing me I like that groups. beautiful voice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Um, and and so I, I always make sure that that's known because I do know uh so there, there are two things here. I do know that when we do do these advocacy things, a lot of the time, um, you know, it's from the, how do I say this without it sounding, it, it comes from the older white male perspective, musician, oh, yeah. a Absolutely. musician that is an older white male. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so even if, I mean, yes, I do come overly prepared, but even if I didn't, just me being in the room does mm-hmm. say a lot. And it does, um, you know, these congressmen and these these senators, they don't know anything at all. Right. So they don't even know, like and if we don't actually even visit them at all, they have no idea what acts we're even yeah, talking about. Not, you know, Absolutely, because this isn't even their sector of business. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. So they're coming into looking at it as it's a just business a sign so. and you know, yes or no type yeah. of situation. A lot of How much money can I make off in the back end? Exactly. Back so there. so the fact that we're even coming in is a really big thing. And so that's why yeah. I make sure the fact that I am sitting there is known and the reason why I'm there is known. And and they respond, they actually respond very well. I mean, honestly, I think when the recording academy comes in through their busy day, it's it's a sort of a re- like a fun little recess like oh good yeah. we get to speak to musicians as a yeah, it's a little to, you fun know, and drug lobbyists <laughs> right. <laughs> right not so. 50 you know 50 signatures and a, a bunch of things to sign so i i think that's great <laughs> yeah so yeah i love how even with your music how you use that to open different chapters and doors for your life and you know what i mean and that's awesome that's like you saying being coming in the room and you being there as your presence i like that is commanding attention. Well, yeah. Now, uh-huh, go ahead. Uh, how do you view as far as when it comes to being signed and being an mm. unsigned artist? 
Because you have all these, uh, you know, years of, mm-hmm. of hard work mm-hmm. behind you. And, you know, work in front of you that you're mm-hmm. getting to. What information would you like to know at the beginning that you know now? Now, as far as as far as being signed and not being, yeah. you know, good question. Well, it's a good, it's yeah. a bit of a on the spot question that I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put nobody on blast. How can I navigate? Well, I'm like, how can I navigate this answer without offending anyone I've worked with? Um, so <laughs> as you think, all right. Lean in, right? Um, <laughs> so, okay, as you know, I've been signed and I've been independent. I've been on both sides of the board, right? Right. Um, and yeah. I've been signed to uh, a great label deal, and I've also been signed to great management as well. And mm-hmm. it's there's a level of it depends on the type of artist you are. If yeah. you are the type of artist that wants to just close your eyes and paint, and you don't want to have you want to have absolutely zero to do with your own actual whatever. You just want someone to give you checks and you just want to try to keep making music. The best thing for you to do would be to just get really, really, really good at your craft. I mean, really, 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 really good at it. Maybe go to school for it. And then in that way, get your network going. But right. quite frankly, that is a very, if you don't know anybody, if you didn't go to that school, if you didn't, whatever, it's difficult to get into that. Um I happen to be a little bit on the luckier side, but unluckily for me, I am the type of person that does like having control over like where my art is placed, knowing right. things like how much, uh, right. It's like, how much did they pay you? And yeah. then how much are you paying me? That kind of, yeah. stuff. So I, I want to know that kind of stuff and I like to be hands-on. And so in that sense, I found that, uh, I may have been better off with at least being independent or being with a more independent label that was happier to work with me on that and be a lot more accommodating. And another thing too is when you are signed to a major label, if you aren't, you do kind of still have to hustle. If you're not hot, if you're not what they call a red artist, um, then you, I'm not going to say you get shelved, but it will get more difficult for you to kind of raise your hand and say, Hey, remember me. Right. Um, but when you're on a more independent yeah. level or when you're doing it yourself with your own you know, team that you've assembled, then you have a better chance of just making your own niche. Like for me, um, I when when I was signed, um, they wanted to promote my blindness in a way that I didn't find appropriate. Right. Um, and it was I, it was very difficult for me to express that or to say, no, I don't want that when yeah. they're the ones kind of bankrolling everything. Right. Um, that's great. Yeah. But now that yeah. I'm independent, like, you know, I'm independent. I mean, I work with labels, but mm-hmm. I am in, I'm not signed but on uh, your own to any recording contract. Exactly. And so yeah. I am doing my disability the way I want to do it in That's a very, right. a very confident way and uh, not in the sort of she, you know, feel sorry for her way that they initially. Right. Did. So. That's sort of mm-hmm. my response. Using it as your superpower. Exactly. I, I would like to delve a little bit more into that because as you know, I've been working with independent artists. FMI yeah. is working with independent artists for many, many years. And, and we only, you know, play independent music. We really support that community. Right. In 2020, because things have changed so much, like within the last decade itself, what would be like the three tools, the three key things that you would tell an artist that they need if they really want to be successful independently, being able to maintain, you know, um, their own creative discretion, if you will, and their publishing and such, what would they need to be able to really be successful? Uh, I would say uh, even more. So, okay, here are the three things. Number just be really, really good at what you do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't skimp on being good at it. Um, right. So don't, don't sacrifice uh, your art for the hustle because the right. hustle does take up a lot of time, but you have to be good. Yeah. You know, listen to your, listen to your peers and your colleagues uh, on the radio as well. I, I hate when people go, oh, there's nothing good on the radio. Yeah. Yes, there is. There's good music on the radio. <laughs> listen to it and know yeah. what your colleagues are doing. Um, mm-hmm. They're your colleagues, just mm-hmm. like in the office, you know, they're your colleagues. So listen to what they're doing and be proud of them and also work off of what are their successes. So basically keep your skill up. That's number one. And number two, have have a business plan, boo. Like, hello. Business, come on. Can we, can we put a horn <laughs> on that FMI? Can we do a rewind? <laughs> have a business plan. Like, have it written out because it'll be, it'll help your mental health, first of all. So you're not just like, what am I doing next? What am I doing next? Yeah. Have a business plan. Have it all written out. Have your calendar synced. You know what I mean? Have everything that you need to do each day organized so that it is all in order and you know exactly what you're doing. 
-hmm. Number three, um, and this was big for me, um, but if I'm going to take it down into the third nutshell yeah. is don't, don't be afraid to network. Right. Um, get out yeah, there. Yeah. Don't social network or in person, I guess via Zoom or whatever. Mm -hmm. Talk to people. Yeah. Get into some of these places. Look, and if they say, oh, it's going to cost you 20 bucks to get in. Right. Sometimes you got to invest in your career. Yeah. Yes. They don't don't have coffee in a bank. That number four, investing in your career. Because I'm sure you've spent a couple of pennies to get where you are today. Am I wrong or am I? Girl. Girl. Right? So every day. Every day, really. Because you got to look. You got to look like you have money before yep. anybody gives you any. Amen. Yeah, 100%. So, so I say invest in yourself. Um, don't be afraid to network, whether it's socially or whether it's in person or whatever. Right. Um, definitely yeah. have your business plan in order, and but be good at what you do. Right. Make sure it sounds good. Don't yeah. try to mm -hmm. shove it down people's throat. If people don't like it, if, when, if when the majority of people, people will are, come to you. Huh? I said when, you're, when your talent speaks for itself, people it's will so come to you. Yes. I can't tell you how many artists I've worked with that will come back. And, and this is why now when artists send their videos and their music and stuff, I'm like, send it to our email. If we like it, we play it. If it needs, you know, help, I might tell you. But usually I don't because a lot of people yeah. take it very personally. Yeah. But guess what? If your right. production is bad, if you're trying to do, you know, a, a, a slow ballad and you need vocal lessons, it's going to shine through. You know what I mean? So when you often people take it um the wrong way if you will and they become offended when you tell them when you're giving them constructive criticism and, and there's definitely a difference between someone who's saying you're never going to make it you can't do this versus someone who's saying hey tighten that up and then it could be really great but right now it's falling short of our level of quality um to that though i think that a lot of times too um there's like a there's some sort of block yeah right when you're not that how do I say this without it sounding weird? Not that like, good. When you're not that good, yeah. you don't know what it yeah. is. You think it's everything else that's messing you up. When it's yeah. really just get better, right? Like, when it's really just spend more. And it's not like you're bad, get good. It's yeah, like, there's there's hours and time that you need to put into this. You know, sure. you need to rehearse. You need to practice. You that's need to right. put it out there and take the criticism and get better. That's right. Um, and um, you think it's everything else. You think, oh, she don't know nothing. Yeah. Oh, she don't know the what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, really, yeah, yeah. it's you. You're blocking yourself. And you're right. doing yourself a disservice if you're not getting better. Amen to that. Don't block your own blessings, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it's so important <laughs> for us to be able to open our minds and listen to those that have done it before us. Listen to those that have the success in it. You know, it's one thing if it's your, your, your homie that doesn't want to see you witness. Like, yo, that's mm -hmm. whack. But when you're oh, talking yeah. to people in the yeah. industry and different DJs and stuff, and they're like, oh, this could be better, take that mm -hmm. and, and take it right. with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? And, right. and take it with right. sugar as Much well salt. so that you can you can digest it and you don't have to feel like someone is trying to down you or your skill. In my opinion, when it comes to at least with uh, unsigned artists, I just think you have to come with a level of transparency. Even with me, DJing, I've been DJing for years, been signed and everything like that. It's more of a thing where I don't walk into them on the best right. guy in the world. I'm always willing to network. I'm quiet. I observe things. And when it comes time for me to step onto the stage, well, believe you me, you won't get all of this <laughs> greatness that I'm about to release now. You know what I'm saying? I love it. You don't get all of this all the time until we get on camera. Then yeah, you get that's all what that. it's about, you know right? I mean? and, and we just touched on that. It's about having your skill yeah. to the best. If you hadn't invested in your skill, I mean, constantly you're spending money, FMI, whether it be on equipment or, oh, yeah. you know what you I know mean? What I mean? Like, you can't. In any business, and I think that's where a lot of artists do fail, they don't approach it as a business, right? So you want it to be a hobby where, you know, you're, you're, you're singing every, you know, every other week at some lounge and you're on the beach, or do you want it to actually become a career? Because now you have to look at it as a business. And whether you're becoming a doctor, you're becoming a lawyer, you're going to have to go to school, right? You're going to have to invest in your career. You come out and you're usually in debt before you've even made Oh, no, so why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you use whatever job you have that you're not happy about to actually fund the career that you want to have? You know, following your dreams means that you got to put that work in, man. As you know, you are living proof, mm -hmm. my love. <laughs> I, I try. We all are. Right. We all are, and uh, you know that's what we're here for. But my question is, Kiana, watch, of course, right? So 
your first record. Tell me what went through your mind when you first stepped to the mic and you looked at it and said, I'm going to now be a musician. If I can explain to you my my first looking at it, even you know what I mean? So how, how would you feel when you first walked to your first mic and you're like, Here we go. <laughs> you know, you know when I realized that I had to do music was when I was in college. Um our, uh-huh. our dorm room had a piano. And um, like in the lounge area. So every Saturday I would play just for myself, really. I was just playing the piano and singing, whatever. And then eventually a few friends would come and just sit around. Then the next Saturday, more people would come and sit around. So I did it every Saturday. Eventually this blew up. They called it piano nights. And every Saturday I would sing and play the piano. Frat boys coming back from parties. Even guys and girls on a date would come and the whole lounge would just be full <laughs> of people. They oh. would be waiting for me to get like downstairs. I'd be like, who are all these people? They're like, Where, here's a piano. Yeah. Um, and I would just get so high, like just the energy, the yeah. energy. Oh my God. And I was looking forward to it. Sunday morning, I'm like, when is it going to be Saturday night again? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, I just oh. knew it was just that energy of like, the live performance of people just feeding off of you and being so excited and just waiting for you to give your God-given talents yeah. to them. You're all, you're I, I'm glad I started with live performances because that's so important. And I do think a lot of times artists also get caught up in, you know, getting all of their studio and engineering and everything right, but then they freeze on stage or don't know how to work the stage. I'm not surprised because FMI, I've seen her perform live a few times and she actually <laughs> she had everybody like okay, right. Yes. Oh my effing. god. The good old days. The good old days at Toshi's. Yeah, yep. the good old days at Toshi's. <laughs> oh my god, I miss those days. I know. Now, what was your first record? If you got me, like you know, mommy asking, what was your first record? What did you name it and why? So, ooh, uh, so my first, first, first record um, that I, yeah, <laughs> my first, like, like embarrassing record was, um, <laughs> it was called, um, and, Stepping Two. That's what you gotta look at it. Stepping yeah, I know, but it, it was called, um, <laughs> and this is my life. Okay. So it was like the middle of a sentence. Yeah. And this is my life. And it was a bunch of piano, vocal, kind of like, I had a very jazzy thing going on okay. back when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a solo kind of piano, vocal. And I worked with it with a producer named Robert Hanablue, who had worked with like a bunch of big guys from the 70s kind of thing. Yeah. And he was just trying to get back into the studio and do something fun. So we teamed up. We put that out. It was fun. It was, um, it didn't do like so hot, but you know what? I had the best time. I finished it. I put it out. Right. It was out on the market. Um, and I was so proud of myself. I was still a kid. I was still at NYU. Um, and so, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my first record. But I think that what I really took away from it was completing it. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt so good to like, I cradled to grave. I wrote the songs. I recorded them. I sang them and I put them out and I got to see it like online oh, and in stores. And I was just so exact. Yeah. That, yeah, that's so yeah. important. I mean, I tell artists nowadays, especially because we live in a very like microwave society, everything's really fast. I said, even when it comes to albums, focus on one single at a time because you, people that just make, you know, oh, I got 88 songs. Okay. You're going to drop all 88 at once. You know, all 88 aren't going to be received by everyone. So you really need to weed Mm -hmm. through and it's better to drop one really, really hot record that you put your time in than it is to drop Mm -hmm. 88 that are just like, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. FMI, what was your first record since you put me on the spot? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, 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 for me, it was like, what, a month ago? Yeah. It was called, no, two, two, no, seven months ago, like something like that. Before That's Corona right, started. I heard it like, in the studio. I heard it. It was great. Oh. It was great. I forget yeah. it. And I was just, I, I was leaving the studio because remember, I'm always in it with my partner. You know, we both own a company. So, I'm in the studio with him. He was working in engineering and doing a few things. And uh, before he left, he was like, oh, I'm giving this record to an artist. I was like, bro, give me the headphones. And I started to hum. And I was like, all right, let's hit record. And I was like, what oh. key am I in? All right, cool, let's go. And oh, then I did my snap. first record. And wow. then became grateful for me. I had the record and everything. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Look at you just walking in. Just walking right point. in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, after a while, you see it for all these years. And you're, yeah. you're behind these artists. And I'm always 
controlling their music for them as far as making them sound great mm-hmm. on stage. Got it. People are, like artists, once you work with your DJ on stage, we will make sure you sound good. I always of tell course. any artist, get cool of with course. your DJ. Yeah. I will make you sound the way you need to sound. When I hear something off and you're on stage and you I'll turn up your treble, I'll give you the the the, the reverb mm-hmm. on your mic, I'll give you the fact you need to do with your lighting. So mm-hmm. yeah, nah, mm-hmm. so the record I understand it. I'm I'm happy to have you here, but I want to get into one of the records you said. Come on. So, which do you want to be played? So we get a jam over that. We got people on the live watching, so they want to hear it too. Um. Okay. Well, tomorrow actually, I'm going to be dropping a song called Bigger Plans. Um. So we should probably play that. That one is coming out on Switch Records, which is a German label. Um. It's a EDM kind of house track. Uh, that I did with this. Um, I heard it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did it with a producer named Invita, and we're actually putting together a huge music video for it, which should be dropping like about a week later. Um, so really ready to like show people this track. Oh, that's beautiful. So can you give us can you give us a little intro, and we'll get right into that. A little intro before we get into it. I want to make it sound like it's a bomb. So they know they <laughs> Okay, well, you guys are about to hear Bigger Plans by Lachi and Evita, Invita, coming out tomorrow, October 16. It's the EDM track. And yo, you may think that people are trying to hold you back, but you always got your bigger plans. Mm. Hopefully you guys like it. Check it out. Thank you so much. Come on. BPR exclusive. <laughs> I'm loving that we can do this live. It's awesome. <laughs> you the perfect smile, but it's broken at the seams. You take through miles and miles, but you're not sure everything. No time to second guess. We could advice that don't apply to you. Behind that looking glass, it may be messy, but it's you for you. And it's okay to believe, no matter what you're gonna make it. And they can say what they need to say, and you ain't gotta stand and take it. No, cause when all the clouds start rolling through, we'll be on the move. And it's okay to believe, no matter what we're gonna take a chance. All you got being a player. Huh? I told him go get that tomorrow. <laughs> go get it. Go get it. texting my partner and remember he he does em beats he has okay. crazy releases he has tracks with everyone nice. 
I'm like, yo, we need to get a record yeah. with her and her vocals. Let's do it. Because he's right here, nice. You're my wheels right here. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> she did it. She did it. <laughs> you gotta do it. I gotta throw it. There you go. Yo, hey, I'm that record. I'm all about it. It's just it's just it's something else. It's, it's, it's something else. Thank it's something you else. So I'm, much. I'm really, very happy. I really enjoyed you. making that track. I mean, I love empowering. Like, there's just not enough powerful, positive messages out Amen there. Amen to that. So that's what I'm here for. It's not. You're not even lying about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we, we talk about that all and the time. The fact, right. Yeah. And what I liked about the record is now the music sound space has changed. Yeah. At least the content that people are singing about. Yes. So when I'm listening to the record and I'm seeing like just how you chose an EDM record and I like that because EDM slowly tapered out because after they you know made sure oh, the best way to put it down in 2012 EDM was just taking over every artist True. is doing it right 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 I mean from the Chris Browns to everyone else but your good. spin on it just now is, I mean I'm excited to work with it and I definitely want to work with you after VPR you got to keep the interview going oh yeah no I'm down let's do it I'm here for it I mean look. Good musicians, no good musicians, like make things work. Yeah. We don't have time for like this too much candy fluff out there. We need some real Hello. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what, what are you working on now, Lachi? Because you're always moving. Um, are you like on tour anytime soon? I know you're always performing. Tell us what is going on yeah. in your world. So right now, um, one of the big things that I'm focusing on is my advocacy work. So I'm going a lot more head first into it um, and making sure places like the Grammys that they're talking about disability when they talk about diversity. Right. Um, especially, you know, I'm, I'm involved in different po political things. I'm speaking with the DNC, making sure that, you know, disability is represented there. Um, and then I'm doing a, just a lot of speaking engagements just to make sure people are hearing what I'm saying and making sure that a lot of these organizations are including disability. But apart from that, of course, the music is always my first love. Um, and I have a slew of singles coming out. Yeah. You just heard bigger plans, which is coming out tomorrow. But quite we frankly, got I've got, I've got, I know, yeah. In fact, Dennis, there might Dennis. actually be one that I, there, I know, right? There may actually be one I forgot to get you guys um, that I might have to give you guys. Yes. Yes, we have. Okay, I got um, Matic and I are bringing out a song called Taking Control on October 26th. Okay. Myself and an artist named Michael Herrick are putting out a song called Not The One on um, October 30. Um, we're just putting out so many tracks and we're trying to make sure that um, these messages of like positivity are being put out there. And I'm also hooking up with like fashion brands that are inclusive disability wise um, to, to, to do some of these music videos. Love it. To be like, you know, you know, if I if I'm gonna dress up for my music video, let me reach out to a brand that does inclusive fashion instead of just reaching out to the the generic brands yeah, that everybody yeah, should give them the shot, the shine. I love it. Exactly. I yeah, love it. So that's I, what I, I'm I wanna with. talk to you behind the scenes because I've constantly gone to these um fashion shows during New York Fashion Week, Art Heart mm -hmm. Fashion, and they have mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. of inclusion. I think you would be great. To perform awesome. there, so I'll I'll email you and your publicist behind the scenes because that could be. A, Let's do it. They have models Let's that are it. missing arms, missing legs. You know. Oh, I love palsy. it. I love it. Yeah, and they yes. they celebrate, and I mean, these women and these men are just so beautiful. We have to be yes. able to, as people, as human beings, respect and appreciate one another. You know, and it doesn't matter. I don't even like the the term disabled because it's kind of taking away from your overall. And I just feel like we all have our own challenges, right? Whatever that is personally, right. like you were saying, you don't have to be disabled to be able to connect to someone that feels less confident because of whatever right. it is that yeah. deters them. So it's all about inclusion. We're all here with a purpose. And when you're living in your mm -hmm. purpose and, and you can mm -hmm. really discover and, and live your God-given talents, that's what it's all yes. about. And I, and I just feel like you inspire so many people including myself yeah. we love you here on vpr we definitely we do. We do. always support you and rock your music I, for sure 
always honored to be here. Love you. You love you both. Um, very excited to continue several conversations with you guys. I mean, you guys are really doing it out here. You really are supporting independent artists. You're not just saying it. Um, and I really do appreciate that. And I got to say, like, I, I appreciate the support that I've had from you guys over the years. I mean, Piana, I've known you from the way back. Yeah. And um, look at us still here talking, making moves. I love it. That's um, right. And I'm really grateful for it. That's what it's all about. <laughs> I, I did want to touch on another thing. When you introduced yourself, you were talking about some voice acting. Can you tell us how you yes. got into that and like what's going on with that for 2020? That sounds so exciting. So I'm doing a lot. So people were like, you have a nice speaking voice. Um, and so <laughs> I have been getting a lot into a lot more. I would call it voice artistry because when you say voice acting, people just automatically think like animation. Yeah. Um, right. But, right. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, my God. From yes, commercials, I'm, everything. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of corporate work. Right. Um, okay. So I'm doing a lot of work. Sort of, yes. And I got to say, any any um. Uh, art and independent artists out there, it is a very lucrative uh, field. Yeah. Um, people are willing to pay top dollar. And right now, um, a lot of people are looking for diverse um, voices mm -hmm. uh, because the voice acting and the voice talent um, sector has been criticized yeah. for its lack of diversity. So a lot of these brands are actually looking, they're like, you know, we want an African-American female voice mm. um, and things like that. So now's the time to kind of try to get into that, um, you know, Part of the problem, though, is you do have to kind of, in order to start, you have to create your whole reel and right. have everything kind of put together. Uh, but once you kind of get over that hurdle, um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a fun thing to do if you've got recording equipment and some time to kill. Yeah. And uh, it, it could be very lucrative once you, if you get yourself an agent. Yeah, for I'm sure. Into that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Voice out. Now, Keanu, you know I have the infamous question. My, my, my little infamous question that before I started in season yeah, four yeah. VPR, y'all see the cup VPR, y'all see what we're doing here, we're trying to do. <laughs> but I need to know four things that you have to have in the studio with you. Four things. Four things <laughs> that you can't like, right, that you always have with you every time you go to the studio. Four. Okay, so four things that I have to have in the studio. Like you mean, and even if I go to a different studio, I got to make sure that yeah, it's there or that, I, or that that's I. That's your thing. That's your comfort. Like, what brings you comfort? Like in the studio. Like, what what makes you get ready into when you're game mode? You know what I'm saying? You're killing. Oh anything. God. Because I know I'm going through it when I'm driving. Like, that's hard. That's tough. Um, you know, uh, I used to have these um, Vince Firth headphones that I would annoyingly bring myself to anybody's studio because I was like, I don't got time for your little shabby earphones. Right. Cause you know, different studios have different, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a DJ. So, <laughs> I would bring my own headphones. I'd be like, yes, where do I plug in? So that's number one. I know that in my studio, I always got to make sure that I have my Neumann mic. Um, uh, once you've used a Neumann mic, you really can't use any other mic. <laughs> so I always got to make sure I don't take it with me because it was too expensive to move out of my studio, but right. I always make sure that that mic is used. Um, what else? You know, more recently, and then you guys are going to be like, oh, she the Black Kardashian. More recently, <laughs> I've been making sure that I take Wherever I go, I take my little green light. I don't know who you mm, got I don't know who's gonna light, turn on bro. what camera. I gotta look good with it. Sorry. Yeah, I'm right. Damn it, I forgot my ring light. Yeah. I don't know why you got yours. Heck yeah, heck yeah. yeah and um, yeah, what else do I need? Like, oh, I, right. Um, and then the last thing I try to bring, and again, this is me just being whatever, but I do bring my little, um, I bring my iPad. Yeah. Because I got to be doing work, no matter what studio I'm in. A lot of the times you got to be sitting back and like waiting for the producer to like comp vocals for 45 minutes, even though he says, yeah. I, I know 
I know FMI does this. He's probably guilty about it. He's like, oh, give me give me 10 minutes real quick. Oh, hell Let me yeah. just move these vocals real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you're there three hours later. I was like, you said 10 minutes. And you're like, no, I got to get this one little thing. Come it's on. Thing, it's going to sound great. That's how I am on my, but it's really, it, you Absolutely. hear it. You know when you want to break it? It's, all right, you get it though. You get it. It's, you know what I love? So oh, FMI, FMI asked this question to, to, to all of our artists. You're the only one that has specifically given equipment-based yeah. That's what oh, I was shit. You're the only one that's like, I need my mic, I need my headphone. That's because you're about your business. When you said make sure you sound good, you meant that shit. You know Sorry. what I mean? People like, Yo, I need my blood. I got to listen to DMX before. Like getting my sex. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to look good. Light, I got to so yeah, yeah, yeah. bring that bring, I bring bring ring light, girl. Right. I got to bring my ring You know? So I'm I freaking <laughs> love it. Oh my God. We can't wait to have you back. It has 100%. been so amazing. I want everybody to know where they can follow you and, and where they can, you know, get your new singles that you're going to be dropping over the next few weeks. Yes. So my name is Lachi, L-A-C-H-I. You can find me at Lachi Music on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. I am everywhere. Um, just Google me. I will show up. Um, you can find my music that will be dropping on Spotify, on Apple Music, on Tidal, uh, anywhere that you are a member, where you get your music, YouTube music, whatever. Um, but definitely do stop by the website at lachimusic.com and join my amazing newsletter that uh, Kiana mentioned, because I do speak a lot about my advocacy and um, you really should support some of this stuff. I'd be That's really right. excited for you to become a part of the train. We are making noise and we're making a difference. I love it. And it's so funny because, you know, like you said, you've known me from way back when. So you have mm -hmm. such an old email address, which is where I, I subscribed. And as I'm going through and deleting, that's where I saw everything that you've been doing over the last few months. And I was like, oh my God, Lachi, I got to move her over to the VPR inbox. But let me, let me get this girl on the line and find out if we can get her back <laughs> in the studio. Because I'm looking through everything and it's like, you know, and I know that you guys feel the same way because we all have these relationships in the industry. But doesn't yeah. it make you feel so good on the inside when you see people that you admire and love and you really look up to because they're so talented? When you see them winning big, it touches my heart, Lachi. I am so proud of you. Oh, my God. You're going to make me tear up. And then this ring lighting goes off. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm so I know. But but I'm seriously, you, you have so much more. You know, you've already paved the way for so many um, different musicians that, that felt that they didn't have a voice and there's so much more to come. And I've just, I'm, I'm honored to be here on this journey to be able to see what you've been doing and, you know, definitely to be able to present you to our audience and help you in sure. any way, shape or form that we can. You're amazing. Thank you so much. That means like a lot, like it means a lot, a lot. There's not enough like genuine positivity in this space. So yeah. thank you so much, you know. And thank you. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. I, I love the energy that we have here today. I felt like we, we've known each other for a while. Like yeah. we're sitting yeah. here exchanging lives, talking. It didn't even feel like an interview. Right. I love your music. I love your energy. I love the music you've been giving us from before. And I just want to tell you, keep being great. Mm -hmm. And oh. what you're doing for- Oh my God. Amazing. More people need to say that to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I have to do a wedding after this, but this interview is what made my day. <laughs> do not and tell then, the bride that. Yeah, she's wearing but, white. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 100%, I definitely want to work with you at, right after we get off VPR. I, I want you to meet our, my engineer, my producer, yeah. and I know the sound that you guys could create will be amazing. Kiana, thank you for even having her. As a I love it. You know, we're only going to bring on the best people. You have great I, I believe. I believe. You. We haven't missed yet. We haven't missed that. <laughs> awesome. Yet. And you guys nice. go and follow her, Lachi Music. It's lachimusic.com as well, right? Yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. We'll be hearing from her soon. You can go and find all of her music that's actually streaming now. You don't have to wait for any of her new stuff to come out. She's got a ton of music that's on Apple, that's on Spotify. Go and follow her. Find her, engage with her. That's the beauty of these independent artists. You know, they're not as untouchable, if you will. As you can see, she's an amazing young woman. So we're thankful to have her here. We're thankful to have you guys here watching us every single week on VPR. Do you have any last words of encouragement or love that you'd like to give to our audience? Keep being great. 
as a famous DJ named FMI just said. I love it. Keep being great. Oh my God. That's just all I can really say. I mean, if you're doing something and you feel good and you know, you're giving back and you know, you're doing uh, the great work you were supposed to be doing, keep being great. Amen to that. Simply put. FMI. Well, guys, make sure you tune into the one and only VPR every Thursday. We normally start up at one, but if we do change the date, we'll make sure we tell you and continue supporting us by, we're going to have the merch up there soon. And I know you guys see the cup and all the hoodies and you guys have been asking me for all of that. It's on its way, but make sure you check out her music. Thank you. Thank you. And I love you guys for watching every single week. We're really inspired by you and we're inspired to do what we do to continue to promote amazing independent artists and people that are making a difference. So make sure you share. Sharing is caring. And we love you for watching. We'll see you next week. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wear a mask. Wash those dirty hands. Okay, we don't play. <laughs> Some of y'all are washing those dirty hands. Okay, I'm, recording. I'm putting that part up. <laughs> for real. <laughs> that was great. Uh, that, that was a great start of my day. I'm yeah. very happy right now. I'm I got you, you guys. Super happy. We love you. We'll see you next week. VPR Radio with my girl Kiana and my DJ FMI. Yeah, yeah, yeah.